0: hey guys it's the 19th of october we're back with the strongman show i'm joined by birthday boy today marcus charman how you doing old man
1: i'm not so bad mate i'm not so bad Yep, yeah, uh, another year older uh, still a massive child
0: <laughs> so you're like the 50 year old child now are
1: you? <sighs> A body feels 50 uh, brain feels five um no 43 43 it's ticking along. still going
0: strong still getting stronger still getting better that's the main thing
1: Yeah, do you know what? As well, that's that's the thing. It's like the little bit of rediscovery in the last few weeks, just having a bit of a dabble again, and it's uh, yeah, it does keep you does keep you ticking. I feel pretty good at the moment.
0: It's really weird with strongman these days because you go back into back in the day when strongman started, you know, it was just the open class. That was it. Yeah. Now we've got so many weight classes, age classes, men's, females, and it's just made the sport so much more accessible, so that. If you start in your late 30s, early 40s, you can still have a great career. Yeah.
1: Um, there, is a, there is a good pathway there. Um, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I think I missed my window. I had a nice little window all the way up through to the early part of last year. Um, and then you've got the likes of Misha, Terry, a few others come in. And all of a sudden you just think, ah, that top 10's out the window. The um, master, but no, the master... this the Masters is looking pretty good. It, and it, it is nice. But the... I think what you get from that, because it is something that I've, you know, I'm not entirely ruled it out. I know what it takes to commit to that, to, to you know, to to stand um, shoulder to shoulder with the boys. But it's it's something you can't ever rule out because, whilst normal life kicks in and you know, it's just sort of you now over the last sort of two years or so, it's been a little bit uh, uh, all over the place. A few training sessions, and you discover what you are again, and it's like, oh, actually, you know, I'm not as I'm not as shit as I thought I was, yeah. um, and you get a little bit of you get a little bit of flavour, and that's it. It's as long as you've got the taste for it, and you suddenly find yourself in that position of what you know. I think when your body starts breaking down, of where you know, mine was um, with Terry on the the oak. I think most people that's when they walk away and there's a little bit in most people that stick around that just go, Oh, this is where I'm meant to be operating. This is the bit that I know I can cope with. And yeah. it feels, it feels like it's normal. It's um, funny you
0: say that I had a, I had a session with three of the the lads, pretty strong lads, actually three guys that competed at giants live shows this weekend. Yeah. And, um, just for fun you know it was one of those sessions where i said right we'll come off program we'll just have a, a fun session go to we, we traveled down to Nailsea to at the gym really good yep. gym if you're in the area go check it out and it was just about like, like you say right now comps are getting canceled everywhere left right and center gyms are closing you know there's no social interaction it's really starting to get to people especially in this industry where the gym is so important to us and yeah you know it's, it helps not just the physical side but the mental side as well. So we decided we'd go down, just have some fun, and I absolutely loved it. I <laughs> sort of it, it really kind of made me think why I, I love this sport yeah. because I was just there and I felt really good. It was, yeah. like I was performing really well. I was, I, I was actually, you know, I was quite proud of myself. I was like, oh, I can still do this stuff, yeah. you know, I can, I can, you know, I'm still showing some Listen, of these youngsters how he's done we go
1: through the same terminologies enough times and it's not just because you're there and you're mate but it's that whole thing form is temporary classes permanent sure um but, but those shits and giggle sessions are vital absolutely vital because even if you're a novice and you've got through your first entire calendar and you've managed to you know if you're a novice you should be doing i still think you should be doing six to ten a year as a novice yeah in that first in that first you know year to 18 months just try and get those Get those in, experience the events, and then crank it up a little bit. But you'll find, even by the end of that first year, once you sort of dialed in and say, right, well, okay, I want to go, it gets a bit heavy because, yeah, your training does. If you want to go then into opens, if you want to then go, you know, upper level, your training does intensify, and you find all this other stuff that you've missed. There's a lot more to sacrifice, and then you find the the sort of dividing line whether you're going to be good enough or not. Yeah. But Having fun is fucking essential. Absolutely that, that's, essential.
0: That's what we made this weekend all about. Yeah. You know, obviously, train a number of those guys. And sometimes it's like, right, it's good to come off plan and just have a bit of fun. We didn't go crazy in terms of weights. It was yeah. like, you know, we went to, we were using the, the, the sack throw. So the same, the like the sack toss they'll be using at World's Strongest Man. Yeah, same, same kind of bags. I think they got kegs at World's, but we're using sacks. And it was just... It, because it's not a brutally heavy event, it's not like having 500 kilos on your back. Yep. The, the heaviest sack's 32 kilos. So it's it's an explosive, fun, dynamic movement. And it just felt great. It just, you know...
1: <laughs> mind, mind you, for the average dude, go pick up 32 kilos and see if you well, can just... throw it it. let alone launch
0: it yeah we did have a few guys in the gym sort of watching on wanting to have a go and they came and had a go and you know it's it's, the great thing is you just strip everything down so when they can't do the heavy ones you go right down to the light ones and you make it fun as 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 possible but i felt great and i i I got back under the yoke first time i've gone over 300 kilos on a yoke since i tore my achilles first run was very very you could see it in my face and my movement. I was a bit dubious. Tentative, yeah, very much yeah. so. And then, sort of, the confidence starts to come. I, I got up to some decent runs. I still think I was slow for me, but it was it was pretty quick. And just, you know, did some brutal, heavy kind of conditioning with a hundred and fifty kilo sandbag, bit of deadlifting, and I felt great. And I felt really proud of myself. I was like, I love this. I could do this. I got home in the evening, and my body was just like. <laughs> broken <laughs> Like yeah. you're getting old now old man you can't do this and I've, I've been you know my calories are right down right now yeah. so I, I'm not training to be strong but um, I think I'm, I'm on about 3,200 calories a day as opposed to the 6,000 I'd be eating if I was training for World's Strongest Man
1: so you're, you're on less than me yeah you're on less than me you know, and I- of what it takes for me to hold ground yeah so that is, and it will have a it's not that it has a detrimental effect because actually do you know what that whole body recomposition is is a good thing because you just you just re-foundation you know kind of your I think- your whole sort of system but um i know i'm glad you've done it because that that bit in some respects your as we've experienced in the past as well of which i've really enjoyed those ones that start off of ah we just have a little bit of fun because of the nature of each individual.
0: People,
1: yeah. It just, and it ramps up. And some, this is what I like. I love sometimes when people have been around, you've had the likes of Colin Hawkins coming as well. Actually, the heat gets turned up and some of those sessions turn into, they're fun, yeah. but they are hard at the same the, time. The, and the that's question, what I think is, what makes this. For me
0: is whether I'm okay being fifth or sixth in, the, in, in Britain, you know? And I, I think right now I am. I'm okay yeah. with that. I've had my time. It's yeah. like um, with the guys I coach. Like you know, sometimes you see it when you're close to someone. There's a bit of. Sometimes you see people. They get a bit of jealousy. You know, I saw it when I was kind of developing as a, as an athlete. You you start getting better, and some people they, you know, some people are great and they're supportive and they want you to go to the top. And other people they sort of get a bit upset that you're kind of overtaking them. You do see yeah. that sometimes, and I think because I've been in that position where I've been at the top of the, the the pile. I don't ever feel like that with people. I, I love seeing people improve. I love yeah. seeing, you know, the, the guys get better. And it's when I stopped doing it, obviously, oh. with the injury, it was, I don't want to just make up numbers. But just training the other day, I had fun. And I can see why guys like zadrunas keep going now, and Terry and those guys, because it's just fun. I still love yeah. it, and I, I do. But whether I compete again or not, I mean, never say never. I, I might do. Yeah. Right now, there's other focuses. Certainly won't be competing this year. I'll tell you that, <laughs> you know. But um,
1: I don't think any of us will. No, yeah. The way
0: things are looking. I know,
1: I know how it comes about, though, because it's I couldn't have thought of any. It, it, the thought would be furthest thing from my mind. Yeah. And I've, I'm being realistic. I've I've had three sessions of where I've just done stuff for me.
0: Yeah.
1: But that competitive element in my brain, even the fin- the, the final um, farmers run. I should just crop the video, take a quick look. What could you do better? But what I do, I go back through all the old competition ones, find probably the fastest run that I ever had with a similar weight and look and just find that I'm, t- I'm two seconds slower. And then yeah. thinking I can did, make that you... turn. This is something I peaked for at one particular point, And all I'm doing is coming off the street and thinking to myself, I'm two seconds slower. Where mm-hmm. could you, be-? like you can immediately change it. And it's just that little bit in my brain again, that just goes, can I, can I cope with the the week afterwards of not being able to stand, <laughs> you know, not being able to put weight <laughs> was bearing funny. through my leg, <laughs> you know, because as you said, but this is the sadistic part of it and probably why I enjoy it more than anything else. As weird as it sounds, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy I that was, pain.
0: I was going to say to you, the I've, I've had a number of people recently, they've got, message with various different injuries they've been told by doctors they shouldn't do this blah blah, blah 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 and i can honestly say i've been told by doctors not to do this Yep. for many years i know many athletes have been told not to do it that's like telling a doctor not to be a doctor yeah yeah, <laughs> you know, we, yeah. we we love what we do and unless don't you're...
1: save that don't save that guy he's got a bit of the uh, he's yeah. got a bit of the covid 19 don't want to go near him sorry but i'm going to be hands on here yeah i just got to get the job done
0: and it's it's just in it's just in your nature it's what you do and there's always new things to look at. And I think the most important thing, if, if anyone does have injuries or they've been told, you know, why are you doing it? If you genuinely love it, take your time, put the research in There's There's so much more research now. There's so much more medical advice that's available. I, I, I've spoken to many doctors, some that work in sports, some that don't. And it really makes a difference if they do work in sports. Yeah. Because they appreciate- or if they've competed,
1: you know, yeah. we're, we're very fortunate to know a guy that, you know, uh, physio, but, played rugby to a very good level was a good track runner as well yeah. um worked with the likes of um i was going to say cyril regis then that's a footballer john regis uh and those guys yeah. uh, and the moment i still remember uh turning up to his clinic in Bista. um he was expecting me i had to get my neighbor to actually pull me into the car because i couldn't put any weight through one leg and my back had locked so severely um fell out crawled into the clinic <clears throat> got fixed got taped up and i think any normal person would probably look at you and just go what the hell are you doing whereas it just that, that'll that get you through the comp yeah just <laughs> you're just about managed to get I through good i can recover next week
0: going through my head now i'm imagining us two talking in 20 years time you know in our wheelchairs but still trying oh, no.
1: <laughs> i am i am absolutely cool with that this this is the most like all this for me is a brilliant uh indian summer you know, I, I was told at 23, uh, you know, sort of like you're kind of done. Um, physically, you, you you sort of shot, you know, after injury. And um, I know then that, you know, I got to play a little bit of cricket, not for many years, because the body obviously was, was going to always break, especially when you're trying to sort of bowl a bit faster. Um, but this has taught me so much. Strength training as a whole, I think, gave me a second window to do so much more that's why i always say about its fairness um and what you can learn from it and what you learn about yourself um but the reason why i did it is i I remember speaking to a couple of lads i played football with and they did the opposite. They did, they mothballed themselves. So uh, early 30s, one and one was mid 30s. They put themselves in mothballs for the rest of their life. Uh, occasionally went out and played a little bit of golf. But other than that, that's it. That's the, no physical activity. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to save my joints. Uh, and one especially looked at what I was doing um, with the squats, the deadlifts, so on and so forth, and then the evolution into strongman. Um, and my outlook on it was simple in that I would rather sit there. Of a certain age, with all the accomplishments and memories, rather than just draw this definitive line of "I'll save what I've got." No, Mm -hmm. I can't. That's not who I am. I'm not, and I don't think for most people that have either been competitive or, you know, found themselves and challenged what you should and shouldn't be doing. I don't think most people were happy with that. So, you know, maybe we will be, but I guarantee we'll be the same you know competitive bastards racing each other going wheel to wheel and laughing about it and if that's the bit that you get as an outcome of it is there's that joy factor and you're satisfied with your lot you know you look at the likes of ronnie coleman yeah he's the extreme example. example of that he would not swap the shit position that that guy is in you know you're talking about a guy that can't feel his feet but he's eight times mr olympia he's one of the most recognizable you know bodybuilders on the face of the earth even if you don't like bodybuilding most people know who ronnie coleman is and did he do what he wanted to do the way he wanted to do it yeah he did he lived a hell of a life
0: yeah uh, I've, I've seen interviews with him where he says he doesn't regret a single thing no and that's you know I when you talk about you talk about living you yeah know, it's not always about getting to 80 and just feeling like you you, you know you no. didn't do anything all right no, that's, it's, it's to... like
1: it's like trying to be a certain weight you know, it's, it's yeah, just just making a number. Fuck that! It's what you do along the way, and and that's always the bit. You know, it's not it's not the things that you accumulate. It's what you not, do not along will, the journey. Not everyone
0: will understand the the mentality of that either, and there's nothing wrong no. with that. But people are so quick to judge. And you know, if if he's enjoyed his yeah. life and he's 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 achieved so much success, fair play to the man. There's, yeah. there are
1: questions there are questions that that man will have asked himself which leave him in a far in a point of ascension compared to most people because until you've until you've pushed so hard that you've you've asked yourself the most important questions and you you'll only ever get them when you keep walking through these different doors these different levels um because for them you know for the most part of us we play our life safe you know we we just tootle along and i think You probably remember the first time that you were actually properly pushed where that little bit of your brain suddenly goes, I'm going to struggle here, or I don't think I can do this, or I want to quit, I want to stop, but you do it. And then you walk away from that, and this is this has always been for me the addiction, the drug the the lure in to keep going is when my brain said for the first time when i was i 've always been a very honest person when it comes to like physical performance I knew when i was I knew when I was beat, I was honest enough to say sometimes when someone got the better of me in, in you know, but I would go until things bled or broke um, but this was very different, and it made me challenge everything that i knew because strength sports showed that my brain at one point would just go you have nothing left you've been through the pain barrier now you're at a place you you sort of this is a this is a new territory you got nothing left and yet all of a sudden you managed to find the gear you walk away from that and that opened because it's like what else can i do
0: I think I think that's a great way for us to lead into our first story today.
1: Oh yeah! Oh well, my God! Yeah.
0: When when you talk about a man that gives everything, and and puts his body on the line, you just the respect that you have to give. Just just watching the determination of Mikhail Shivlikov. Yeah. He he broke. So for those that didn't see, if you haven't seen it, you need to go and see this. Um, there's, a, there's videos on on um, my page. But he he was attempting the World Masters deadlift records. World Masters over 40s, for those that are still wondering why we see these different records. So this isn't the open record. This is for the age class over 40 years old. Misha Shivlikov attempting 436 kilos. Breaks the world record in what has to be the longest pull I've ever seen. He starts coming off the floor and straight away you see his shaking. And he's getting it past the knees, and he's shaking, and he's shaking. Then he sort of pushes the knees forwards, and the body's convulsing <laughs> by this yeah. point. The then the pressure has gone kind of comes yeah. out of the nose. He's bursting with blood. He's still shaking. He looks like he's got it locked out, but he cannot control his body. It's still shaking. And Zadrunus, being Zadrunus, just stood there, waiting. I saw a comment in one of my um, my videos. Someone said, by now, Zadrunus is like one of the pictures in Harry Potter, just <laughs> popping up in his his little box. <laughs> had me in speeches. But He's yeah. there. With, Misha Shivakov still for 15 seconds to, to get this pull, eventually locks out, gets the down signal. The effort that he put in anyone else, you know, I've seen some incredible like, grinded yeah. deadlifts out, but that was, that was the limit. When people talk about, you know, going to the limit, yeah. he, went, he went to the well, he, w- he came back and he went back again and yeah. he, he pushed and he pushed and he pushed and he got it. Was... I'm
1: st- I was genuinely staggered by it. You know, I, I was on record last week saying I didn't think he'd get it. I didn't think he'd get it because of the previous efforts. I thought what he'd done, he's taxed himself. But this is probably, you know, and I'll eat the humble pie and I say, sent the message to say, mate, mate, that's fucking incredible. Absolutely incredible. But you're talking there are wherever he went to to get that. Because honestly, he wasn't strong enough to get a clean lift out of it the the will is what got got in there and that's why you're talking about a guy that is say we've seen him break bones we've that's, seen him tear out do you and he's still why
0: people, gets... people love him for that reason though
1: yeah it's... and what does he do at the end of it smiles waves
0: <laughs> smile hands up
1: because i suppose compared to this compared to the old day job this is easy
0: yeah
1: you know yeah. i i've i've watched um and i've been listening to loads of joe rogan as well especially with one of the special um um special forces guys there and it was interesting to hear him say this you know he said i I," he said i killed a bug or i killed he said i killed something every day he said just to keep me honest Mm. Uh, it's just you know accountable for what goes on and we're talking and and i couldn't quite comprehend that because as i probably shouldn't um but when you think about what these guys go through, and then you get the little insights because we're lucky enough to have these shows with like Ant Middleton and and stuff like that, and you know Foxy that gives you an indication into what the special forces are. You know, you've broken your ankle, don't really care. You've still got 14 miles to go. By the way, your mate's been shot. Carry him, find a way. There cannot be within this sport, which is find a way, a greater articulation of all in. Misha is he is just incredible absolutely incredible a true one-off you know he is the perfect storm of one hell of a body you know to be that as strong as he is because you know all all things considered and i know he's 40 he's got mileage he isn't the strongest dude in the world but what he makes up for is with will yeah you know if you put that will into like
0: I mean, let's let's, let's 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 get it straight. He is an extremely strong dude, oh. but I, I appreciate what you're saying. You know, yeah, He's yeah. not he's not a, an Eddie Hall or a, a Thor no. that is, you know, brutally just insanely yeah. strong. He he is all, and they're
1: all guys minutes. with like the limiters off of where their self belief. But he's very different. You know, I think when you've seen, like the Eddie um, sort of self belief, you've seen the Hathor self belief. So much of that kind of alienates people, and I think what makes him a little bit unique is that his self belief has drawn people in, it's actually yeah. got you closer to a guy that doesn't speak English, yeah. But his mannerisms, his is you know, his you mean overall... you bring him
0: away from competition, he's just the happiest guy. You know, he's he's always respectful to everyone. Yeah. He's happy. He makes an effort with people, even though, yeah. like you say, he doesn't speak English. If a fan no. comes up to him, he's making an effort. He's gesturing. He's smiling. He's just so approachable.
1: How many times have you seen him do the whole thing, like when he's torn out and he'll stand on one leg, you know, to, like a marionette? <laughs> I've, you know, you've torn your Achilles after a show. What did you want to do? Did you want to stand there like a marionette and stand and pose for photos? No, I,
0: could, I physically couldn't, but,
1: no, <laughs> you know, and, and that's, was, um... but you know what I mean? Yeah. For, for whatever is in his head, He's... he feels that payback to people, that responsibility to, to just be this man. He is a fantastic human being, but one hell of a hell of an athlete. Yeah. You know, as I said, I didn't think he'd get the lift. I thought it would be beyond even him.
0: Well, I, I, I agree. I, it. I, I thought, you know, I always expect him to give everything. But, yeah. You know, watching that lift again and again. I mean, I literally said on camera, one gram more. It wasn't going up. There was, you know, when you talk about yeah. max, max effort, that was going to the, the absolute yeah. very, very limit. And it was, um, yeah. for anyone that's ever thought they've given effort, go and watch oh. that lift again. Because... Yeah. That's what that's the kind of determination you need to be breaking records, to be winning contests, and to be one of the top guys or girls in any sport, to be honest.
1: Yeah, that's that's your stand up applaud the man, whether you like the sport, whether you like the dude or not. You know, I I can be honest, that guy could have stolen the pints of milk off my lawn for 14 years. Yeah, if I'd have seen him do that, I'd have still stood there and applauded him. (laughs) <laughs> because he's well, just
0: you know, phenomenal. When when you look at yesterday, I mean, obviously, we'll talk about the um, the 502 max yeah. deadlift attempt with the other two guys. But for me, he made the show. He, he really did. You know, it, it kind of saved and, – and his lift was the the lowest of the three of them. Yeah.
1: So it's,
0: it shows you sometimes it's not about just being the best, but just nah. being relatable and, and, and just getting behind the, the character is sometimes – just as important he's
1: very he's exceptional you know for what he is he's as real as it gets and do you know what there's a real comfort in that there's a and you can see he's comfortable in his own skin mm. but i love i love our personal he, he, you know he and how funny he is but when it comes to it you know this is that whole thing what is it you know take what you do immensely seriously just yeah. don't take yourself too seriously yeah you know, he, he's phenomenal and what he if we what have he any Ru- to the sport... if we have
0: any Russian speakers that are watching oh, yeah. that are willing to translate for us, let us know because we need to, we need to get him on and, and have yeah. a chat with him. That would be absolutely awesome
1: yeah
0: anyway let's talk about Ivan Makarov and Raul Heindler for the max deadlift attempts obviously big big kind of you know everyone's made a big deal of the five hundred ever since Eddie did it and i think I think it's good to to realize how immensely impressive that 500 kilo lift was you know i see i see a lot of stupid comments where people are just like and i i I, you know i don't apologize for saying this i see a lot of stupid comments say like eddie's the still the record holder blah 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 you know eddie's the best and and when they can put some i've I've seen a few smart comments as well and what i'm getting to is what eddie did was incredible he took the record up from 465 kilos and pulled 500 kilos that's never been done before now people are deluded and thinking people before that weren't just breaking the record by one kilo yeah people have in all sports whether it's like lifting sports or racing sports have been breaking records by 0.1 of a second or by one kilo 2.5 kilos these small margins for eternity since you know we started you know tracking records sometimes you come along and you get a freak who takes it up that little bit more Now, Eddie himself has broken records by one kilo. You know, he broke the actual record by one kilo. He's done other records by one kilo. But what he did on the deadlift was just... Stellar. Yes. It was literally
1: awesome by its proper definition. He he
0: deserves all the credit in the world for what he did because it just made people sit back and look and think, that's possible. You know, this guy's willing to, to put all the work in do whatever it takes get his body waked up to whatever it is he said himself he was willing to kill himself to achieve his goals you have to respect that kind of determination yeah
1: and but that's there's, not there's some no bullshit reason, statement from him either is not at it yeah we we've, we've met people along the way and you hear stuff and you say yeah yeah when but don't when, when really he mean says it, it you believe you him fucking meant it yeah
0: but what yeah. i'm getting is there's no need then to take things away from guys that take it on even further
1: yeah do you know because what half did was I okay have- it may have been one kilo, but let's have a look at the manner of it.
0: Yeah. Well, the guy, the guy
1: finished, went for a steak, probably had a little bit of a, you know, bit of a play around, you know, and then had a a nap.
0: He came onto the show and he said, you know, people were asking what he thought he was capable of pulling. And he said, honestly, because people have said like the five twenty and stuff like, he said, I think the absolute max would have been five ten, and, you know, fair play to him. And, And I think all of us, Myself, you, I know mo- the majority of the fans, we'd rather see these two guys go head-to-head and train for a year for a max deadlift, head-to-head. Those two yeah. in the same comp, how good would that be? Both in their prime would be amazing. Obviously, we know that's not going to happen. They've got their boxing match. Eddie said himself he achieved his goals, and now he's focused on being fitter, bringing his weight down. You know, he's, he, he's focusing on different goals. Hafthor hey. now has done the 5 or one He's focusing on different goals. Rauna, uh sorry um even makarov is the man yeah. saying he wants to beat that record there's a couple of others but he's been the yeah. one claiming now in my eyes from what i've seen of even so far i don't put him in that bracket with um an eddie and a thor those two the, it's not just the number they're lifting it's the way they lifted it both of them yeah. lifted in such a an effective manner and i just haven't seen that with makarov in terms of his big lifts in the gym. And this is taking nothing away from the guy. He's, yeah. he's a bull. He's so strong. I'm so, I'm so impressed with him. I really am.
1: Yeah. But Cause we're talking, t- we're, we're still talking about, you know, a, a guy that is in the tiniest, tiniest. One 9%. of the,
0: one of the greatest. Yeah. You know, it's just the,
1: And I agree with you because of the one thing that was really telling. And this, this isn't just down to pure strength and conditioning and stuff like that, because I think the, the previous attempts have taken their toll, as you said before, about the guy that keeps going in, you know, I'll try this, I'll try a PB on this day and then I'll do it a week later and then I'll do it a week later and it just gets worse and worse and worse. Um, we know that he's sort of built up through the lifts. When he got, when the 502 moved and the suit had done its job, but he was so over he was so rounded yeah and the actual extent of that weight was then into his body his cns was destroyed because i have not since that that looked to me that almost looked dangerous that last Mm. lift because you looked at it and said the weight owned you yeah and you never want to be in that position when it's something that you're looking to to take on you at least want you at least even a failure you want to look at some point like you claim the bar at no point in that final lift did he look anywhere near it. It looked like it owned him, and he was done. It, 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 that looked quite telling, and it was one of those ones where it's like, oh god, you know, you don't actually want to see it. it. I felt quite, I felt quite I, sorry I, for. It.
0: I, I feel the same. What, sitting there commentating, like I said, I wasn't excited like when I watched Eddie deadlift five hundred or when Thor. You know, even and I'm talking beforehand watching yeah, the warm yeah. It was, and it's it's crazy to say that because both Rowno and um Makarov both pulled 450 455 nicely yeah but it didn't look like they had 502 in them or or more and that's um, you know I mean Rauno he was playing the tactical card all along I think I think he knew there was no hope of a a world record I think yeah I think Rauno knows in his head he's got sort of 470 480 sort of is his his top top limit he's never actually especially
1: especially with what's gone on you know as we saw it before you know it's not that long ago he was uh, max reps.
0: Yeah, he said oh, he's not uh, with with a ridiculous
1: him. amount. No, because he's, he's just got to recover. Yeah. Um, he, he is the guy, though. He is the guy that I, I, you know, I think if you if you could take him aside for anywhere between twelve to fourteen months and say, right, bin everything else off, recondition this in in sort of two stages plus peak. I I, I genuinely think he is the guy that would have a good crack at it. But again. You're talking the percentage of his uh, of success on this. I'm is I, I'm minimal. not
0: convinced, and I, I like Rowno, and I think he's an incredible lifter. Yeah, but I I would be extremely extremely shocked to see him come and pull 500 kilo plus. Mm. And the, the reason being is the miles on the clock. That guy has yeah, been yeah. doing this an awfully long time. The most yeah. I've ever physically seen him pull is around the the 455 mark. Yeah, I I certainly believe he's capable of 470, 480. Yeah. But that 22 kilos on top of that.
1: Well, that's it, isn't it? A guy of
0: his size and how long he's been doing it for, I think it will be extremely hard. The the guy I think, honestly, the real person I think that has the next crack. I mean, even has a crack, don't get me wrong. Even is, he just needs to have a little bit of a break, I feel. Yeah. You know, and and build up to it, you know, build up to a bit more. He's had a lot of big, heavy attempts recently. I think his body just needs a bit of a break. But the guy yeah. I think in a couple of years we could see break the 500 again is Luke Richardson.
1: Yep, with your 110%. And the I remember he... saying this before because I've sat there with him and when we've gone through a list of stuff um, and, when he's, and when he said, again, it's one of those ones where I'll take that record. And you know he will. And it's, it's not because it's like, okay, I, I kind of want you to do well it's just that yeah he will
0: the other i tell ways. you what someone someone else i put into that that bracket and i mean the reason i say luke is because again when you talk to luke you just nod your head and agree with what he says because yeah. you just believe him yeah. when when he tells me he wants something i believe him and i don't believe a lot of people when they tell me they want things you know yeah. there's a lot of people that say they want it but there's just something about he doesn't just say it he goes out there and he lives it you know he, he's 100% focused on achieving goals well
1: you and And i don't always agree on athletes but i remember speaking to you when um i popped up to to harrogate to see him and this is i think two weeks before he made his uh osg debut at europe's a qualifier And he just did this little conditioning thing that I just put him through. And it was just, you know, purely for the fact of, like, if I'm going to shout in someone's ear, I kind of want to know how they're going to respond a little bit. You can't do anything else. He knows what he's fucking doing. So, um, but there was no off switch. Yeah. And there was no look to get out. There was only a look just to keep going. And there was something in that. And also the manner in which he came back from the, the shock the the perfect thing happened in terms of he did really well on what you'd expect him to do well on, although he made a, a a tactical error because he's not been in the sport. But the transformation through his own efforts, and his own diligence, between that and then going to Florida at the end of which he wins, was beyond anything I'd seen.
0: The progress in that period of time was incredible, and he keeps. Yeah, the, I,
1: mean, I remember saying to you when I came back from that thing in Europe and just said he'll win he'll win britain's in, th- in the side of the three years and, norm- and normally i'd get shot down i remember you saying, no he'd do it in two because even you by then was like this fuck, there's something special about him yeah. and again it's not it's never this it's not that it's no he's not, he's, those, not a, he's
0: not a big talker he, no, he he's a man of action and what, that's one of the yeah. reasons I really
1: and, and that's the, that's the thing isn't it i think once you can see an evolution between because you know it, it's call a spade a spade the lad even at britain's was stronger than 99.9 percent of people that you'll see it's just that you just know he always, all he's got to do is technically get up to speed the fact that he's doing that and getting stronger is terrifying if you're a lad on the circuit now there's one or two things that's going to happen if you're a fight or flight sort of person You're either rubbing your hands because everything's just to get amped up a gear and you either hold on to the coattails and it suddenly starts a new evolution of of where we go for power and uh, strength sports, which I genuinely think is going to happen. I genuinely think this next phase of, you know, the way they're coming through, like the reinvigorated Martins, the fact he's reconditioned, he'd move him better. He's confident. He's happy. You know, the likes of Mateus, the likes of Luke Richardson, the likes of, you know, the evolution of people like uh, Evan Singleton and stuff like that. You're getting all these guys come through Luke's uh, Tom Stoltman. You know, I will put Luke into that, but Luke, I think by his own admission is kind of right. Okay. He's got a burst of a couple of years, yeah, but it's at the latter stages again. It's just that the younger lads now. Tom are, has so much special. time ahead of him. Yeah,
0: yeah. Tom is the guy I was going to say. If he decided he wanted to chase a world record deadlift, yeah, I wouldn't sit there and say no, that's not going to happen. I think um, I think right now his his focus should be on trying to win a world strongest man title. Yeah, but I do I do believe he's got the frame because he's he's like a Thor. Yeah, you know? yeah, and and. Tom can still get bigger, and yeah. he's been getting bigger. But he can still get even bigger and hold yeah. it, and still be quite. He's, a,
1: he's he's yeah. That's the thing. He's an athlete right now, yeah. but if you built him for purpose, the boy can be a tank. He's yeah. just going to be a six foot nine tank at, at best. Part of what thirty two stone by the time he gets there. I mean, like yeah. like,
0: like you say, they, they they're just pushing the guys and pushing each other. Sorry. Um, yeah, to, and to, that's
1: to, the thing. It's a proper evolutionary flow. It's just that you're getting this perfect storm of of really strong guys that the 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 other guys like the Eddies and Thors have, there you go, that was yeah. what's possible.
0: And the thing is, I mean, you know, and that's why you, you can't get into the old debate of like, Eddie's still the best. Eddie did what he needed to do. Eddie was the, was the well, he wasn't the first pioneer but he was the one that took it to you know 500 yeah. kilos but you could go back to like the days of kaz now kaz yep. could have maybe you know, we can all sit here and say kaz could have done more that guy was an incredibly strong dude you get to the point where you're satisfied with what you do you've broken every record there is to break you've won the yep. titles you wanted to win and then you think right i need to look after my body now and yep. thor and um eddie have both done that kaz did it in his time now then, you guys are the ones that have those targets to beat. They're like, right, that's the target I'm going to beat. I'm going to push and I'm going to beat that. And eventually, you just say to yourself, enough is enough. (laughs) You know, you look, you see it in fighting. Eventually, these great fighters, their time comes to an end. And you you either retire on top or you keep pushing. And, you know, a lot of us just enjoy it, so we keep going. But then your performances start to dwindle anyway. And a couple of the greats, they finish on top. And that's, you know, it's a remarkable thing to do. But it creates this legacy because that, when you finish on top, people just say, what could he have done? Yeah. You know, and that's, that's where Eddie's in that position. He's He did such incredible things. The fact is now, with his transformation in his body, he can't do those things anymore. No, That's just human nature. But you don't take away the, the, the those achievements that he set straight no, away. No, he,
1: he, he you carries... Also don't
0: take a, sorry, you don't take away what the new guys are doing because yeah, they're yeah. pushing it to, to new levels. And there will be someone that comes along... You know, maybe we'll be... It's here. always
1: nice to have discussion points, you know. That's of that's course. why the whole, you know, Ali versus Mike Tyson, <laughs> so on and so forth. It's a different era. It's a different... You know, and, and for the things like the records and stuff like that, you know, Christ, I think one of the, the last novice comps I did, the stone run was pretty much identical to what was once a World's Strongest, World Strongest Man, Man final. Sure. You know, and it's... It, but you work to your environment. There's no point saying that this guy, well, what you know, kind of what he could do. Because... I do have to beat it by a kilo. Why would I try and beat it by a hundred? It seems unfathomable at the time. Yeah. You know, whereas the whole point of this is just the constant flow of it. But what we've got now is rather than having this spike of one or two, do you know what? We got a swathe of them coming through mm. and they are, they're all really followable as well. It's a, it's a great position to be in. I, I say like, I the best time for the sport is now. Yeah. It it really is because you've got guys that are finding their feet still, and they are still monstrously strong. You know, as, I think Evans is a great case in point. Really, as, as better Luke,
0: all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, these they've not
1: competed. You know, Evans. What um, you can't really count twenty twenty because. It's been a, a, a washout, but prior to that, he's been around 18 months. Yeah, Luke Richardson, you know, he's this will be going into worlds. This will be so, uh, European qualifier, OSG wins, um, Britain's did well, um, then Europe's wins. So it's going to be his fifth ever competition. He's going to worlds, and do you know what? You can't actually rule him out yeah. because no one knows who's going to turn up. But if you go on previous, what you can say is he's going to be a damn sight better than he was at Europe's.
0: I think, um, I think the one thing that will be great, regardless of where he places, this is going to be a learning experience for him. And I think it will help him next year. I think next year he'll yep. come back as a contender. I think this year he'll go there. He'll surprise a few people, especially people that don't know yep. him. But I think it's going to be the learning experience of understanding how to cope with such a different competition because World Strongest yep. Man is different. Uh, to any other show that you do but I I think it's going to be a great learning experience for him and I think next year
1: can you be ready in five minutes Yeah, yeah I'll be ready in five minutes it's an hour's gone past is it? Uh, do you want me? to... No, no. Do you want me? To, uh, that's what I mean. It, yeah. You know, when you're out in worlds, someone with a clipboard's going to oh, turn yeah, yeah. up and tell you, "Be ready in five minutes." Yeah. You're thought, yeah. ready in five minutes. Ready to ramp up.
0: No. <laughs> I thought you had then, someone there like with a. Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> just, uh, just got into, uh, just got yeah. into character. Getting into um, character there. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but that, it takes its toll because you you do want to amp up. You do want to get yourself ready, and then all of a sudden you're waiting around. What's happened? Oh, we're just moving something on set. Sure. And then you're there for an hour and a half and then the rains come down and then you're there for three hours. You know, all those things factor in and say the experience of that will, will be, um, and also heat management, mm. heat management. If you've not, you can, you can play a sport, but you can go up to a different country and play in that environment. If you if you've not conditioned yourself to cope with the humidity, it's amazing when you've packed on a few extra kilos as well. And you put a 10 kilo meat suit on top of what you've, you've had the previous year how much of a difference that makes to your performance when you start overheating yeah. because once you can't regulate and your body temperature is all over the place you cannot perform and you don't know what's going on because it just what why I, I should be able to do this yeah. you know and your legs go so there's all sorts that is going on but the experience side of it will be will be brilliant um it's just gonna be a mixed bag in it so
0: it definitely will. Anyway, we'll move away from Wilson from World's Strongest Man this week. I want you to take us to the Caveman Corner and tell us about our star this week, who's um someone I've seen quite a bit of actually. A very, very impressive athlete. But I'm gonna let Marcus introduce us. We
1: yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's another giant. He is a giant as well. I think he stands six foot nine, six foot ten. Um, for me he's one of the most likable personalities that I've met along the way. Um, national record holder, uh, Kelvin de Reuter, um, the big boss. He is, uh, I, th- I suppose to some, he's a little bit of an oddity, but the guy that I found um, when I visited Holland is just an absolute mega bloke. He really is. He's um, someone who's accomplished quite a bit, I believe he's capable of so, so much more. How many um, times
0: has he won? Um, the Netherlands uh, Collins. Collins
1: yeah. ah, God, I'm going to have to probably say this. I, I think it's twice. Okay. It might be three times. I think it's twice. Um, but what I'll do, I think it's, I think it's only once. Um, I think it's three times. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's twice. So we can just cut them in <laughs> accordingly. <laughs> uh, because do you know what? That's the one thing I didn't look up. Um,
0: Oh, sorry, I'm putting you on the spot there. But I I remember hearing about this guy a number of years ago. Well, this is
1: it. So this is how this came about and and even how, how I sort of picked up because the talk of this competition, I'm pretty sure it is out in the UAE. And it was a truck pull competition because I read the feed, saw the bits and pieces, saw Terry was gearing up for it. I saw this because um, I'm pretty sure this is the first time I ever saw like a, a YouTube video with, with um, both Brian and Terry. And I think Brian's taking the piss because he's positioned That's his likely. chair here and he's positioned Terry's. It looks a little bit further back. <laughs> and I've like Terry's a unit. Yeah, you know, he's a big lad and he sat on this stall and it looks like a father and son. <laughs> um, but, um, so, it was around that sort of time and then all of a sudden there was this name, Kelvin de Reuter, and he's absolutely wiped the floor. You know, and he... And he, yeah, he
0: destroyed them, didn't he?
1: <laughs> yeah. He did, you know, and, he's out, and I always loved that when it's sort of out of nowhere um, and you'd love to say, right, okay, from that point onwards, he's done, he's done very, very well in Champions League um, but it's just a case of I I think you know what the crack is with this. It's very hard to be a pro strongman where there isn't the opportunity to be a professional. You know, uh, he's tried his hardest. He's done exceptionally well in the champions league. I'm going to get the weight of, um, a world record that he uh he picked up along the way which was the uh john paul viking deadlift um in one of the scls um and the weight was i think it was a whopping 670 kilos now it's a very very different lift you're basically pulling from thigh height but at the end of the day you are still having to transfer 670 kilos through your frame um he's just a guy that's pretty adaptable um, there's loads more in the tank for him, and he's a great bloke to have around. I'll let him introduce himself, uh, and then we can have a look at some of his own feats of strength.
2: Take a look. Yo, what's up? Hello, everybody. Uh, before I start, I will say my English is not so good. Sorry for that. Uh, I'm Kelvin de Ruiter from Holland, the Netherlands. Uh, I'm the strongest man of Holland. Uh, I'm 32 years old. My body weight is 170 kilo, and I'm two meter too tall. Uh, I will you say the three most beautiful things in my uh, Strongman history. Uh, the first thing uh, is uh, the world champion truck Pool. I was there, was my f- this was my uh, first uh, big competition. Terry Hollands was there, Brian Shaw was there and yeah, when you start with Strongman uh, you know uh, Brian Shaw and you hope See him one time, and you can make a picture of him with him. And my first big competition, what was with him, and it was unbelievable for me. And I do the competition, and I won from Brian Shaw, and I won for Terry Holland. This, it was unbelievable for me. This, that was the most beautiful thing in my strongman history. Uh, the second thing that was uh, 2019, the national uh, strongman of Holland. I lost my father that year and he was dying. Uh, he was not with me, only I said to him, uh, I promise everything to do that comp- win that competition. Uh, it was him's dream, dream. It was my dream. Uh, I promise him that I do everything of that for win that competition and I do that. Uh, that was the uh, second thing and the most beautiful thing in my strongman history. Uh, and the last thing, uh, uh, Marcel Mostad, the the boss from uh, Stroman Champions League, he gave me the chance for do competitions around the world, and that is so amazing. You co- you are coming to many different places, uh, Russia, Curacao, every place on the world. You come there, with different people. You meet di- different people and. The place is, is beautiful, you see around the world everything. I think that is uh, also the most beautiful on uh, the strongman sport. That you come in different places and you see r- around the world everything. And yeah, that was the three most beautiful things in my strongman history. And yeah, I hope uh, I do uh, one time in my life uh, the giant's life of uh, strongman the world championship uh, division now people we shall see thank you for everything to listen to me and uh, maybe you hear m- more of me hey bye bye
0: all right guys that's kelvin DeRoy. to make sure you go and give him a follow on instagram real real big name in the sport coming up he's um he's got such a bright future like you say marcus he's he's got the frame to be like a tom stoltman or, or you know a Thor. just I think you've said it yourself. Just needs a little bit of guidance. Um, yeah. If the confidence grows and he starts to believe, we could see another another um, world champion from the the Netherlands.
1: Yeah, there's been a number over the years. They've and that's the thing that you know Holland over the years has produced an absolute array of stars. And do you know what? They've all come with personality. Yeah. Um, Kelvin's no different, and I say I, I'm in agreement. I just think with a little bit of focus and arm around the shoulder, uh, you're going to take someone that genetically is good and could easily turn him into someone that's great.
0: Going to be interesting to keep following his career and see how he progresses. Right, last thing I was going to bring up this week. This weekend we have a worldwide competition called Static Monsters. I don't know how much you you know about this. It's been going since 2015. Really, really cool concept where. Anyone from around the world can compete in this. It's like a, I think they've got 20 different countries competing, loads of yeah. different locations. I know a number of my athletes are competing from guys in Asia um, and girls, uh, the UK, America, um, Africa, Australia. So it's, it's really. Well, important. finals
1: normally in Australia, isn't it? As well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a good concept, slightly different in terms of obviously the push pull uh, log. Um, and then into, uh, axle deadlift, yeah. uh, which is, you know, a, a pull from 18 inches is, is different. Uh, an axle deadlift from 18 inches as well. Uh, separates the, the, uh, the wheat from the chaff. Yeah.
0: And there's, um, there's a few different categories. So they have different weight classes as well. It's again, making it more accessible. Yeah. It's not always just about the big, super heavyweight guys. So you've got male and female classes. There is a master's class. So good for you and, and me in yeah. a couple of years. Um, under the women's classes under 62 and a half kilos under 72 and a half kilos under 82 and a half kilos and then the the women's open class and then for the men's and obviously the masters women as well and then the men they have the under 80 the under 90 under 105 the opens and again the men's masters class so lots of categories such a good opportunity for so many guys and girls to to come up with Big PBs, you know, whether you're challenging for records or not isn't always the the, the, the be-all and end-all. I know, and I'll say this to anyone, you know, me hitting a PB is exactly the same as anyone else hitting a PB. That feeling of, you know, improving, getting, making yourself better, hitting those bigger numbers. We all love it, no matter who we are. Yeah. And just a great opportunity to to compete against other athletes from all over the world. So we will follow the results of that this weekend if we see any noteworthy performances. We'll I'm going and, to be
1: interested because my boy's in it, Aaron. Aaron Page.
0: Aaron Page so, is doing it.
1: Yeah, Aaron Page is in it. Um, cool. Which you know, for a deadlift um, uh, and log press, you know, he's he's going to be. He's going to be up there. Yeah, he's recently um, moved coaching as well through to um, Dale McPherson 3D Strength, um, of which has been brilliant to see because. You know, Dale is a. a I love he's Dale. A, he's awesome. <laughs> he's yeah. So, but said before, like another lad that's sort of like nuclear powered. But he he. This is the one thing that you kind of knew this was the perfect fit for Aaron. Is that he bases everything off, um, you know, kind of peak conditioning. Hmm. So all of a sudden now you've got Aaron doing th- like two hundred rep sets, and it's like, oh my god, you know, he's killing him, but. <laughs> He's acclimatized. Oh yeah. Cause that's the thing we've never, you've never doubted Aaron's you know, potential in terms of capability. Um, the conditioning side, if you're going to pick anything, was always going to be. So the I spoke point. to
0: Aaron not so long ago. Yeah. And he told me he's planning on going for a British record. So are we going to see hundred and sorry, 222 this weekend?
1: The thing is, is it just to, you know, I've, I've followed his trainers late and he, he has, he has pushed more on the conditioning and I know that he's had a few little niggles and setbacks. Um, I'm not going to go and, and state one way or another because personally it's a case of, do you know what, if you're going to go for static well, monsters... Have, have you
0: spoken to him? Do you know if that's his goal for this weekend? or No, is he just
1: no having, I've, not, um... I've not spoken to him about okay. that. The, the, the thing is as well, it is what it is. It's a max... It de- do you know what? It, it depends who's around you on the day. You know it, it, Who's going to push him, Really? You know, well,
0: it, it, the, 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 the big names are all training for worlds, so yeah. you haven't got. Yeah. them. But there's a lot of guys. I mean, I've said this before. There's a lot of athletes out there that are good at one event or yeah. two events.
1: But you're still going to get someone. Even if, even if someone fires up 200 kilos now, Aaron for the best part can do that in his sleep now. You know, it, it's still a massive weight, but Aaron's got that one in the bag. You know, to be pushed. You know, it's, it's a nicer little thing. You know, indoor competition, a little bit more. You know, a little bit more sort of controlled. But still, to be pushed from 200 to a British record—that's a hell of an ask. And
0: there's you a know, risk then as well. Where do what you
1: need to do, get qualification, you know, tick a box.
0: So that's the thing with the Static Monsters—the top ten from each class end up yeah. um, invited to the World Championships, I believe, yeah. um, or the Static Monsters World Championships. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So just just those two lifts—that's all it It's is a push pull yeah. contest um, with a with a twist. It's log. And I think eighteen-inch axle for Max.
1: Eighteen-inch uh, axle for Max Lift. Yeah. Um, so three attempts, I think, as standard. And yeah, there'd be some. You know, I've watched some boy, good boys go across uh, to Australia and compete. So it'd be good fun. And that's the whole point. It's good fun.
0: I think um, we will definitely be keeping an eye on out. It's about all of all we've got for this week. Any um, any extra news that you've heard of in the the land of Twitter and Instagram? I know you kind of um, a lot of things that are going on.
1: No, there's the caveman corner might take a twist next week uh there's a couple of people i'm following i just want to see um kind of thing how things progress um especially with one person 17 years of age um so yeah it depends on how things they they may they might make uh the caveman corner next week because uh yeah that's certainly that certainly sort of caught your attention um other than that, it is all hands to the pump for me. Uh, just trying to get through the work side of it. Training's going to pro- uh, progress. I do feel sorry for all the people in the northwest. Obviously, it's a little bit closer to me now. Um, so, for all you gyms, all the people sort of based in and around the northwest, especially the Liverpool area, I do feel for you. Um, just just, I just keep heard, yourself ticking. I heard
0: Wales as well. No, really, From, yeah, um, it's
1: yeah. Uh, and it is. You know, the only there's no there's no sort of uh way to sweeten a bitter pill for this one um but i've struggled through the years a number of times i know how important training has been for me but the the way to try and look at it as best you can if the control is taken away from you find that you, you you can find a new outlet for the time being as well the gym is only the gym because we made it the gym mm. you know And whilst you're going to return to it at one particular point, you can't put all those eggs in one basket. I know it's easier said than done, but I've had to do this myself and I did it at the start of lockdown. You know, I was able to to create what I was able to create at home. Just find a way that's part and parcel of this sport. And I know it sounds easier said than done, Um, but I do feel sorry for you. I do feel for you because I know how much of a detrimental effect this has, but this is what we're all here for. This is what all sort of dragged us all into one sort of community anyway. Um, but find a way. I know, you know, it's, there's, there's a number of things. If it gets to your sort of wits end as a start of lockdown, necessary reach out. I'll give you shit to do. I'll keep you busy, you know, um, but just keep ticking. Um, but hopefully the rest of it sort of passes. But don't lock yourself down you know, and sort of lock yourself away. Find something um, just to sort of get through this next little bit. Because yeah, you know, we've done the hardest bit.
0: Yeah, let's just keep our fingers crossed. Things improve yeah. very, very quickly. We get the gyms open, and um, yeah, just keep pushing, strong man. Keep training, keep talking, and um, yeah, keep talking. We, we will, as always, be back next week. Yeah. Have a good day, buddy. I'll catch you yeah. soon. Everyone else, enjoy your week, and we will see you next week with the Strongman Show. All the best.
1: Bye bye.